Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. The Lord told me this when we with Jim, and uh, when Jim was here, he didn't say it through Jim necessarily, um, but uh, the Lord told me, he said, Sean, we're, you're going to have to demonstrate more. Now, I just want to share, before I get to Jody, I just want to share this. I've hesitated to demonstrate. Just because, well, I haven't used this as an excuse at all, but I I like stability in things first. You know what I mean? So I like, uh, remember when uh, Steve mentioned that, him and Pam had mentioned when they were here, Uh, ministering that we had all different kinds of wood in this church. Some of it's green, some of it's dried out. (laughs) Not in a bad way. (laughs) You're just seasoned. You're ready to be burned. You know what I mean? You're ready. You're easily lit. How many know dry wood, it burns good? Wet wood, a little tough. You have to set it by good burning wood to dry it out. And uh, stability is a big deal for me. So I'm, I'm not afraid to demonstrate the Spirit or flow with the Holy Ghost at all. But I'm aware as a pastor of where people are at. And sometimes it takes people a while just to get to where they'll even be open to the move of the Spirit. It just is, it's tough for them. Joy, I'm going to have you come play wherever you're at, Joy. She heard me somewhere out there in the ether waves. She's out there. I know she is. But uh, um, uh, I'm aware of where people are at. So I'll just put it to you like this. I've been in, I've been, the Lord has had me and has, you know, led me in services where the entire service, we were just laying hands on people. That's almost unheard of in Billings, in a church. Now, I've been in churches where it happens, okay? Now, I've been in churches where it's a Holy Ghost move every single Sunday, and everything moved. You say everything. Yes, the Holy Ghost, flesh, demons moved. And people say, well, that's why we don't do it. Because we don't want any of that to happen. So you're just not going to have anything. That's what you're telling me. God doesn't want that. And I've sat with pastors in this city and talked with them. And I'm not going to tell you who they are at all. But I had one pastor and uh, he said to me, he said, honestly, he said, Sean, the reason why I stopped having the gifts of the Spirit operate and move was because I was tired of being rebuked from the congregation every Sunday. So in other words, they're getting up and giving tongues and interpretation. And the tongue and the interpretation is, thus saith the Lord. You know, basically, pastor, if you were more spiritual. I mean, no, that's not the way to go about it. So just so you know, if you do that to me, <laughs> I am not afraid to answer. Now, this pastor was, but I am not. Because I realize this, I realize, and, and how many know when the Spirit of God moves that you can get 
different things going on. And not everybody knows how to respond to him. You know, people are growing. You know, Peter had pretty good run his first walk on the water, but he did end up sinking. But did the Lord tell him, don't ever do this again? What got Peter off? What got Peter off? The wind and the waves, right? Where did his eyes go? And what was the question that Jesus asked? Peter, why did you doubt? And the word doubt is double. So Peter, why did you double? Why did you have double vision? You were doing the impossible and walking in the miraculous. And then you, Jesus wasn't saying, Peter, why are you doubting? He was saying, Peter, think. Why did you doubt? F Peter, what took you from walking to sinking? And that's what happens with us. It's the same principle. Why did I doubt? Oh, I, I allowed winds and waves, come on, to get me distracted. So you can apply that to yourself and in the flow of the Spirit. If I don't follow God in this, in demonstrations, I won't run my whole race. I've had people tell me, you know, I really like your teaching, but I don't like the move of the Spirit. I can't tell if you're complimenting me or slapping me. I, I don't know. And guys, just so you know, I'm not insecure about this. I'm just sharing with you what is said. I've been at this for 15 years. I had a guy, at, when I was a youth pastor, I had a guy come up to me, and I had preached a message on salvation that Sunday, and we had a disagreement doctrinally previously in a, in a, a small men's group thing. And, uh, and we disagreed about it, and I'm sure I got too aggressive about it, but, you know, whatever. He was being aggressive, too. <laughs> okay. And uh, I had preached for months in the church on Sunday mornings because of some circumstances that required me to fill the pulpit for the senior pastor. And this Sunday we had a service I preached on salvation and the love of God and we had a picnic afterwards. And so I'm going over to the, we had a gymnasium. So I was going over to the gymnasium to, you know, eat with the people and fellowship. One of my favorite things is just hanging out with people. I mean, beyond, you know, the best preaching and conversations I have is at church picnics. And hanging out, Bible studies. It's not, it's not this. The best stuff is when you're just in, in, just hanging out, having conversation, eating a meal. It just is. I just, okay, so that's just me. Side note. So anyway, I'm walking in, and this guy blessed me. I mean, he really blessed me. He shook my hand. He said, you know, that's the best sermon I've heard you preach in a long time. So was it a compliment or an insult? I, I, I can't tell. 
Do you know that did not stop me from being confident in my gifting? And moving forward, I can't please everybody. And I'm not going to. I'll do my, how many are like, I'll do my best. You know what I mean? I'm giving it all to God. I'm doing my best. And how many know it doesn't matter if you, if you were Jesus himself, people will crucify you. But I'm just going to tell you this because I saw it in the spirit on Saturday night. The glory of God is manifesting in this place. And we're not just, you're going to know who you are in Christ. And you have the spirit of God within you. But I'm talking about demonstrations of the spirit. Where the glory of God manifests itself so strong, even outside the building, to where, like in Acts, the building actually shook. In Acts chapter 4. The building shook. Guys, the building shook. I'm not talking about some Old Testament scripture. I'm talking about a New Testament example of the power of, you know, you, you have, how many saw people shake under the power of God when, when uh, Brother Jim was ministering to them? What if the building shakes? You know, people are like, well, I resisted the anointing until the bu- building shook. <laughs> then I had no choice, you know, I was just like, ah, ah, you know. <laughs> you say, what is that? That's the right hand of God going, Hey guys, how's it going? I'm with you. Amen. And so sometimes it's going to be different. How many like different? You ever get tired of just saying, ah, you know, we're going to church? I gotta listen to Greek definitions, Hebrew definitions. How many know God's not on the throne and it's a giant dictionary of Greek and Hebrew? That's what you see on the throne. You're like, this is God. You're turning the pages. No, he he's tangible. You say, what does he look like? You and me. We're made in his image and in his likeness. He's not the cosmic blob. He's not the cosmic mist. Scripture says he has arms. Yay. He has feet, so he must have legs. (laughs) The face of God. Now, now we're not believing to see that because none of us will be here. (laughs) He sits on a throne. This is actually, I'm teaching right now. How many sensed the presence of God? And I'm not even doing anything. See, the move of the Spirit, oh, I can feel Him all over me. The move of the Spirit is like wind in a wheat field. Ever driven by a wheat field? Watch that wind. And that wheat just moves. That's you. You're the wheat. And he's flowing. And you can see it. You know how you get over into the teaching anointing real strong? When everything I say, you're picturing instantly. 
That's when everybody's hooked up and they're seeing it. They know. You can feel God actually just move right through your being. Right through your mind, through your, into your nerves, down into your joints, your soul, into your emotions. You can sense him in every part of you. He'll go right down into bone marrow, into organs, into kidneys, into all of it. He just sinks down into who you are. And see, the saturation of the house isn't just here. The saturation of the house is you. We individually, we collectively, but you individually are to be a body wholly filled and flooded with God. But it takes intimacy. And guess what? God is so personal, he will not let me live your relationship with him for you. Even though the Pope tries. You say, you say was that meant to be, be a dig? Yes. <laughs> and I love the Pope. But he is not Christ to me. You know, we don't have to copy anybody else. See, this identity thing that you were sharing, Susan, and even others, even with what you were sharing about the people at work and stuff, what is God doing? Come on. She's, you wore a leopard print jacket today with a leopard print Santa hat. What does that tell me? That tells me that you are you and God's flowing through you. And you are you. And God wants to flow through you. If you're white, be as white as you want. If you're black, be as black as you want. If you're Mexican, be as Mexican. Native, be as native. I don't care. People say, oh, no, you can't. No, 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 no. God doesn't want carbon copies. He wants you to be you, but let him flow through you and be your best you because he's the one that gave you the personality you have. You know, Mike will show up wearing shoes that are white with lime green shoelaces. I don't do that. But I'm not like, <clears throat> Mike's wearing those lime, why is he? It doesn't matter. It's external. If you want to have, you know, <laughs> I don't, God, God is not nervous about piercings, tattoos, hair color. Uh, what else is going on today? Just to prove, God did this just to prove that he didn't care about it. He put Todd White in the ministry. And let him keep, let him keep his dreadlocks. Just to irritate all the holiness people that think that... And listen, don't ask me to get a tattoo because I'm not going to get one. People say, why? I said, you get a deer, you get a buck, you know, get a buck tattoo. It's a giraffe by the time you're 90. <laughs> you say, what is that? Well, it, it, it used to be a... But 
I don't care about your tattoos. I'm not ashamed of them. Well, you know, I was in a church and they told me, I actually had Jess Piper, they're not here right now, but he was told he was going to hell because he had tattoos. I'm like, what kind of redemption is that? How weak is that? You're telling me if that's the case, if it's that shallow, nobody's going to heaven. No, the Lord knows where we're at. And we can rest in Him. And the one thing I want to encourage you with this week is this. Just fellowship with Him. People say, well, I need the Word, brother. I've got over 300 hours of the Word online. Just go find it. If you need it, go to the website. There's video after video after video. It's not even me. There's tons of other speakers. Go get it. And I'm not abandoning the Word. I'll never abandon the Word. But if you can read through the Word and tell me there's not demonstrations of the Spirit, I'd be glad to pick a bone with you. I'll go down that path with you. If we don't, I heard a, a years ago, and this is my last example. I'm just trying to put things in you here. Just to prepare you for what's coming. I'm telling you. I'm just going to say this, and I hope you don't think this is arrogant, because it's not, because it's just the path the Lord's taken me on. I've seen some demonstrations through the years of the Spirit, uh, and God flowing through us, and He's going to do it through more than just me and Heidi. But I've seen some things, God has done some things that just absolutely shocked me. I've had other ministers that are well-seasoned tell me um, that they've been shocked at what they've seen God do at times in the ministry, in our ministry. And it's, guys, listen, I have to, I have to do this because I want you to understand how, how simple I am. I am not, you know, like people say, well, some of the disciples like Paul was a genius. Listen, I'm Peter and John. Do you know what they looked at Peter and John? They said they're, they're ignorant and uneducated men. <laughs> hey, thank you, Lord. I, I understand that. And yet John wrote Revelation. Man. So what God's going to do as we do this is, this is how demonstrations work. God knows who's in the audience. That's a lightning rod. Now, what happens is, and Jim mentioned it on one of the nights, I don't remember which, but he said, people ask, well, why are you calling this person out or that out? And he'd say, I don't know what it is. I'm just drawn to that person. And I can't explain it to you necessarily mentally, but I can just tell you this. When the Spirit of God comes on me, and Brother Hagin said it this way, it's almost like there's a rope tied to me and then a rope tied to the person. And I can't get away from them. It's like a tugging. How many have ever been tugged in a direction by the Lord? And that's how it'll happen. And it'll just be something simple with me. It'll be, I'll, I'll look at somebody and God will give me a word. One word. 
Now, it used to be complete sentences. That was nice. But he doesn't do that with me anymore. He just says, I'm giving you one word. I'm like, Lord. And he says, and sometimes he'll go, nope, it's not even a word. You're just supposed to pray for them. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. You'll find it, Sean. Because he wants me to step out in faith. He wants me to walk on the water so I can get more confident there. Not so I can get goofy. Listen, I've got a board around me. They're not going to let me get goofy, guys. They won't. But we need to have the move of God. Transgenders and homosexuals need to feel God. Drug addicts need to feel God. I'm talking about feel Him. I'm not talking about just, you know, an intellectual knowledge of Him. That has its place. I'm talking about they need to feel the tangible touch of God in their body, in their organs, in their mind, in their brain. They need to feel His power. Uh, they need to, if they're a male trying to be a female, they need to be so awakened to the maleness that God has put in them that the female lie is slapped out. And I'm not saying I'm going to slap <laughs> transgenders and homosexuals. That's not what I'm saying. They need to be healed in their body while they're still in sin. How many righteous people did Jesus heal? None. They weren't righteous until he was raised from the dead. And yet he went and went, huh, heal them all. Amen? So we're going to break into this more. I'm not saying I won't teach. I'm not saying every service will be like this service. You know, every week won't be a massive. We might have to get chairs for the worship team. just may have to just something to sit on we have them back there we just yeah and we're gonna sometimes we're gonna learn how to flow with the worship team singing prophetically singing in other tongues people say well you know you're not supposed to do that when unbelievers around no I'm not supposed to do it and not explain it it's not a matter of whether I'm supposed to do it or not. If somebody, it's a matter of giving understanding. And we can do that. So I want to pray for you, Jody. If you'll come and just stand here. And then I'll need just some ushers. I'm going to take you, Heidi. And you guys can just believe God with me. Amen. So I, this is what I saw. This is what I heard. If you just want to lift your hands, close your eyes. I'm going to focus here. So there's going to be, there's actually something coming that is not your favorite. And it's called being known. It's not your favorite at all. But I, and I know this because I know you. I know how meek you are. I know you prefer just to be around and to be, not necessarily to lead. You are a leader, but it's not your, like, go-to. Your, your support. But this is what I heard the Lord say, and this is out of Proverbs 31. He said, who can find a virtuous woman, wife? For her worth is far more than above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. Huh. 
She, do, she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and, she, and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. That may... Yep, okay, good. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hand to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household. For all her household is clothed in scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. That has to do with the city. Okay. When When he sits among the elders of the land, she makes linen garments and sells them. And supplies sashes for the merchants. So, at the gates, Mike, you'll be known... And you're going to sit among the elders. Now, this is your place too, Jody, but that is, it ties both, okay? All right. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in, the, in time to come. Oh, I like that one. She opens her mouth with wisdom. Remember the faith bank? And on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. So Caleb, Nate, Eli, Aiden, this is your name for your mother. You call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. So this is what I saw. That's what I saw for you. I don't understand all the details, but I just want to pray over you right now. And I'm just going to pray in tongues and then possibly interpret, or you may too. I don't know. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for the mantle, the call, and I I release it. And now, yeah, that boldness. Ooh, that's going to, some people are going to go, huh, where'd that come from? But just so you, just so it's known that the Lord did this, the Lord said this, this day is marked. Man, it's just like this. This is what I see. The Lord has had you on a shelf and you've been walking with him behind the scenes and nobody knows you've been fellowshipping with him and now he's going to take you out and display you as his vessel. That's what I see. Not your favorite, but actually you're going to love it. You're going to love it because he's, there's no pressure. None of this is on you. None of this is by your own strength at all. But it's coming forth. It's coming forth. The kindness, the wisdom, the knowledge that will come forth. It'll be wonderful. Lord, we bless you and thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yep. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord. People say, I, you know, I want a word like that. And I want to give them. But I don't think I'm giving any more today. <laughs> but I'll say this. We need to be open to the move of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit operating. The more open you are here, and you may say, well, I don't understand this. Well, we'll have altar workers up here after the service. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you need to have that happen first. If you're not born again, you need to give your heart to the Lord. You need to rededicate your life to the Lord. You need to. But God needs to be able to move and demonstrate himself. And if we put God in a box, now this is not for us to take, the assignment for us is not to take and apply it to every other pastor. Amen. So just be aware of that. Just let God be God and we'll follow him with us. Amen. When it, as it concerns, excuse me, concerns us. That's what we need to do. That's where we need to remain. It is exactly what we've read in this book that we're doing for men's that uh, Dale is leading the Bible study. It's exactly this. It is laying down in the river. You say, what do you mean? How many have ever stood in a river? You can feel that water pull you, right? But you stood. Let's say you were wanting to go across the river, not into the river. What do you do? You you. you you tense your muscles up. You hold yourself steady. You walk very uh, sure-footed. You, you find a spot and you don't apply all your weight to that spot until you're sure that it's not going to give way because you don't want to fall into the river like all the funniest home videos you've ever seen. Okay? It's the, but in the spirit, if, you're gonna allow, if, you're, if God's going to be able to move, you actually have to lay down in the river. Now, you'll enjoy some blessings standing in the river, but you can resist the river. But if you lay yourself down and let your muscles and your all, everything go to where you relax in that river, it, he will take you where he wants you to go. But it requires submission. Amen? It requires submission. It requires that place of rest. And allowing him to flow through you. Amen? And to you. So, <laughs> did you learn today? Did you get something you can feed on? Now, if it's new to you, don't just throw it out. Pray about it. Well, I was raised such and such. And we identify with God based on a denominational tag. And it's dangerous. You need to identify with God based on what he said about you. Amen? And his desires. Why don't you stand? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can I help you, brother? I am, I am demon possessed and I'm wondering if yeah, I'll pray for you. Pray for yeah, yep, yep. We'll pray for you in just a second, okay? Okay. Hallelujah. God's good. Amen. How many are so thankful for the Spirit of God? We have authority in that name. Amen. Now, if you need prayer for anything, you can come up and we have altar care workers. We bless you guys. We'll see you Wednesday night for Bible study. And uh, then next Sunday... And uh, if you need, you say, well, I need a good preach. 
Go on the website and find one. Amen? All right, God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.